0: Hey, welcome to episode four of Outrage Factory.
1: Yeah, we're still doing this. We didn't quit. We just took a week off to make this uh, episode a little extra special. Uh,
0: extra outragey.
1: Uh, yeah, like extra fortified wine, I guess you could say. Y- y- I, do. I don't know. It just means you age it longer, doesn't it?
0: No, I think you mix other alcohol with. The wine you fortify it with like gasoline or extra booze
1: uh um, oh, odd that's the first time i've ever been wrong on this podcast for, that's true <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> write it down yeah. uh make a note of the date we 56
1: we seconds into Dale. episode four dale's wrong on,
0: on something that should be right in his wheelhouse <laughs> so yeah what is in fortified
1: wine uh yeah,
0: it's been been a good couple of weeks. Pretty pretty loud on the outrage front.
1: Oh yeah, lots of people on the internet uh, crying about stuff they shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, uh, it it warms my heart because we're kind of moving away uh, from the you know strict Trump-related outrage and more into. I remember the simpler days where like cecil the lion
1: yeah and that
0: oh, that chick who tweeted that aids joke on the way to africa oh my God, yeah. and uh yeah a lot of the stuff people were mad about this week more more in the vein of that and less just like trump is a bad yeah, president it's
1: like with trump it's like all right you should be outraged by that because he's doing ridiculousness so we can't really tell you how stupid it is but when you have like little shit like cecil the lion we can attack it more because we'd be like, you shouldn't be this outraged, it's an industry, get mad at the industry, whatever.
0: Yeah. Also, what have lions done for you lately? Exactly. What? oh, I got to see one at
1: the zoo. Oh, shit, that's another thing we could talk about. I mean, they're super sexist. They make the women hunt, which is good, but I heard it's a biological thing. Like, they make the women hunt because their bodies are smaller so they'll actually consume less food to hunt than the males will. So it's kind of like saving your resources so I think we should do that too because women are smaller than us they should go hunt for us and we can grow sweet hair and protect the nest.
0: We're probably going to take some heat for us but uh lions have some pretty good ideas. I think they (laughs) They do. On the women hunting front.
1: I mean our main concerns would be getting out of the sun and shade and probably if Lion King has anything truth to it we would be very concerned with hyenas as well and their deviousness. I could see that as a big problem. Yeah. We should probably get back on track.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, topic number one. Yeah. A lot of outrage from conservative circles over uh, a... Apparently allusion to a character being yeah. a homosexual in the beloved remake of Disney's Beauty and the yeah. Beast.
1: Is that allusion every single Renaissance costume that's ever been made? Yeah, like I
0: don't I didn't <laughs> think there was a straight character in that yeah. film. <laughs>
1: like, have you read Shakespeare? I'm, I'm not to be homophobic, but every person in Shakespeare I'm pretty sure was kinda maybe not full on gay, but they were, they were playing both sides of the yeah. field, for sure. I mean, their pants only went to their knees, and, <laughs> and they were tight. Those ridiculous, like, what are those shirts called with the... with the Cavets? F- no, what? caveats. What? No, um... Yeah, I don't know. The, like, with the frills. Yeah. Like a pirate not,
0: shirt. Not a particularly heterosexual outfit. Not something I mean, that screams.
1: Yeah. Is that extremely homophobic? What we, oh, anyways. No, whatever. <laughs> it
0: was a more enlightened time back then. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, but a lot of people got bent out of shape, um... I guess it initially came about the director gave, uh, an interview where he said that there was an openly gay character. Uh, people predictably lost their minds about it. Not people who are homophobic, mind you. People that just don't want all that gayness rubbed in their faces.
1: Exactly. And one thing I have to say is, didn't we get over this with Harry Potter? Remember when the author said Dumbledore was gay? Uh, or was it, uh, the black-haired guy. No, I think it was. I
0: don't. Uh, so I'm gonna share a little, a little secret yeah. here. Uh, I have never read a Harry Potter book. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Shot every up. every Harry Potter reference How are I you see allowed online on the internet. I, it's it's wasted on me. Okay, I like,
1: gotta tell you this. Snape's the most, bad Most most of the Harry Potter movies are for children. The last couple where he's a teenager and they actually threw a whole bunch of money into special effects are pretty good. Like the actual last. Movie is basically an hour-long wizard fight, which is pretty sweet. Like, Lord of the Rings-style wizard fight? Yes. Or, like, yes, okay, exactly. that's cool. Th- my, yeah. my
0: thing with Harry Potter is I was, like, what? 18, 19 when yeah. these books started coming out and I have a brother who's a decade younger than me yeah. and he loved these books and I was like, well, that's that's kid shit. Like, yeah. why are so many adults reading these books? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, do
1: they not have access to regular science fiction? <laughs> can they like, read... can they not read Ben Bova or Spider Robinson? Do they have to stick to... Nice call-outs. Good yeah. yeah. nice call <laughs> I mean, I'm not a nerd. I don't read those books, but I've heard <laughs> those names before. But yeah, yeah. like... The first Harry Potter movie, I'm a guy and I love fantasy so much. I'm like, oh, it's a big budget fantasy movie. Of course I'm going to watch this. What could possibly go wrong? And then Twilight came out and I got stung. So I don't do that anymore. I'm like werewolves versus... Werewolves versus vampires. How bad could it be like... This is pretty rad. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I should research the movies I go to pay theater prices before I actually go see them now. You
0: paid money to see Twilight in the theater? It was
1: werewolves versus vampires. I'm offended
0: by this. That's This is the worst I, opinion.
1: This- I got very... I was I was burned pretty hard by that. This just trumped
0: the Christy Clark is an attractive woman take that you had from our last episode. <laughs> uh, also, in terms of awful, she never text. got
1: back to me. So, in case everybody's wondering, whatever happened between our budgeting love affair, I think she's married, and I also have a girlfriend, so probably shouldn't go anywhere.
0: It is an election cycle right now too, so yeah. you know she could just be busy. I'm sure she heard it. I
1: mean. What could help her PR campaign more than uh, hooking up with a dumpy blonde guy <laughs> with a
0: with a very prickly looking mustache? A yeah. hey, uh, uh, you know
1: what this mustache is. This is a mustache of a guy who watches Harry Potter movies as an adult. <laughs> and I was going to say that. I, I felt kind of guilty watching the first Harry Potter movie because you're like, oh, yeah, there's romance in this. You're like, wait, they're 12 years old. Uh, I should uh, <laughs> just, uh, Am I going to get arrested being in this theater? Why I gotta, do I have to get out right now? Ooh, it's ah. awful. All right. Uh, yeah, so. Back to Beauty and the Beast.
0: Let's. So, Beauty and the Beast. Is a story about a woman who falls in love with, and presumably has sex with, an animal. Yeah. And we're offended because uh, it ended up being much ado about nothing, as people's outrage normally is. The the gay scene in the movie is uh, a man dances with another man
1: were they dancing well they
0: weren't they weren't even dancing i don't think there was any bumping and grinding going on during <laughs> the, the the love They didn't dance oh my God. <laughs>
1: no yeah no i get what you mean like there's so many other things to be frustrated about this movie like uh i guess like misogynistic like teaching women that like if your man's a beast just love him more and maybe he'll love you like it's burgeoning on creepy domestic abuse areas and
0: yeah what was uh there was oh, Fifty 50 shades of gray that's mm. another cultural phenomenon that i don't understand that actually uh really r- romanticizes domestic abuse which yeah. and this thing was written as Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm surprised how few people know this, but this is a book that, like, started on these Twilight forums on the internet. This woman wrote, uh, you know, just in case Twilight wasn't spicy enough for the adults that were reading it, (laughs) uh, this woman started writing erotic Twilight fan fiction on these, these web forums and people lost their minds over it and loved it so much that she just, like, changed the names of some of the characters and removed the supernatural shit. And uh, thus was born Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh,
1: Because if anything Twilight needed, it was taken about any interesting factor about the movie at all, hence the supernatural stuff. It's like, hey, this super shitty romance movie about vampires and werewolves how about we take out the vampires and werewolves and just have it weird and a bad relationship (laughs) (laughs) the weirdest thing about the twilight thing to me was that the bay was selling or not the twilight the 50 shades of gray was the bay was selling the ties that he wore in the movie is that really and i was like yeah and i was like this is like, oh, get your... What was his name? Dorian something? Uh, Dor- no, Dorian Gray. Is, yeah, uh, Chris, Christian Gray. Yeah, cr- get your Christian Gray tie. And I was like, I think if I went on a date and a girl saw that I was wearing a Christian Gray tie, it should be a huge red warning sign. Is
0: it like, are they bondage ties? Are they like made of leather and they have like, you know, guys in get masks on them? That would be pretty or, sweet. I yeah, would wear it's,
1: it's just like a ball gag. Thing, but no, what it actually it's is, it's just the tie over. he was wearing in the movie. I don't know. I've never seen the movie because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he, Dale. I'm
0: sure you didn't pay money to see. I this have one the
1: internet. And if I want to see very As bad, well. not all the way porn, I'll go on the internet.
0: So yeah. In conclusion, guys dancing with other guys, not really a horrible thing. Gay gay people in general, not a bad thing. If you have to boycott yeah. a movie. Uh, about a woman who bang. What what is the beast? Is he like a gorilla man? What kind I of thought beast he is was...
1: he? A well, bear. Online, someone made a joke about him being a water buffalo, but water buffaloes don't have fangs. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I would this say is my. I would say probably this is a really. Hey, I think he's part lion because he has the long hair and his paws look lion esque. So maybe lion slash grizzly bear.
0: There is that scene where he makes uh, Bell do his hunting for him, so oh, he there could, is, yeah. could definitely be a nice lion. Nice call,
1: that <laughs> uh-huh? you yeah, like that? sweet.
0: Uh, yeah, that was dumb. Uh, some sad local news: uh, media layoffs again. Oh vay. Uh local. Uh, newspapers. I guess this was national, actually, because Post Media is a national.
1: Uh, yeah, and media they friend. apparently they own everybody because they own. I'm just gonna go to Vancouver and Calgary because that's all I researched. But they own the Sun and the Province. You, wait,
0: did you research? Something I, I did. This?
1: I looked up like a couple numbers so it sound intelligent. Holy they uh, Post Media laid off 54 people. 29 of those were journalists, and this was here. They probably laid off more nationally but they own the province and the sun and in calgary they own the sun and the herald
0: yeah they and, own pretty much every major newspaper uh in canada yeah. I believe. and
1: my beef with this is that anybody acting surprised or like this wasn't an inevitability like i feel sorry for all these people that have had their jobs taken away but it's been like seven years of this constantly and we can't keep feeling bad for you. Like, I was in the newspaper industry up until 2013.
0: You made an escape?
1: Albeit I was a graphic designer, but I still worked in the editorial department making designs for, like, sports stories and drawing maps and stuff. And I was there and the whole time I was like, when am I going to get laid off? I have to get out of here. Oh my god, this is too much stress. I can't work under this. My future is uncertain. So I went and became a welder, which... Much more certain. Yeah, which I get laid off way more. But anyways, the point is, even back then, we all knew it was coming. Like, the print media industry isn't viable anymore fiscally. And these papers are businesses first and foremost. And, yeah, so of course they're going to lay off people to try and make more money.
0: Yeah, so I like that, uh, first of all, a lot of these... Uh, traditional print media publications are acting like uh, oh we have websites and web properties now yeah. and we're we're new in digital it's like no you're still uh, owned and operated by the same dipshits who yeah. didn't adjust at all until it was way too late and you have all these journalists who are paying the prices for upper management who uh are stuck in this era where it's like, oh, shit, we can still, like, print things and deliver it to people. We're the only source of news. Uh, If you're a journalist who works in print media, even if they have digital properties, get out, take the buyout, go do something else.
1: Dust off the resume, at least.
0: Yeah, because uh, you are not long for this world, as sad as it is. Uh, Distrust in mainstream media is growing all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have... you know, shitty blogs like Breitbart and uh, The Rebel up here in Canada, like really partisan blogs where it doesn't even matter how right you are or how uh, strong your integrity is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like start writing for a blog that tells people exactly what they want to hear and just like adapts to their confirmation bias or start your own blog that does that uh, and you will make tons of money because nobody wants to hear news anymore. They want to hear shit that they already believe.
1: And the people who do want to hear news aren't going they're not even going to say a newspaper they're not even going to one site. The way I get my news is there's a conglomerate site like I just go news.google.ca and it takes all the top stories from all these different websites and puts them in this nice list and you click on the ones you want to read and the ones you don't want to read you just go and you go through sports, health, tech business and it makes so much more sense. The problem with newspapers is they should have made the jump to web a lot easier and more financially making money because one, they don't have to print these papers on paper and buy the paper and the ink and the printing presses, two, they don't have to pay people to drive around and drop them off. The problem, the main problem with newspapers was when web presence started becoming available, they all sold their web advertising very cheap and set the precedent that advertising on websites was super cheap because nobody in the newspaper industry thought that the web would catch on as big as it did. So they saw it as an ancillary source to... The, the print ads. Like, a companion for the newspaper. Like, people would be like, oh, I like my newspaper, maybe I'll... Like, the DVD extras on a DVD, that's what they figured the media was. Or, the, I mean, sorry, the digital media was. They never thought it would completely switch, and people only read newspapers for nostalgia.
0: Well, and you see this with, uh, like, TV networks still. They're charging ludicrous amount for ads to air on on broadcast TV. Yeah. Nobody watches cable TV anymore. You watch Netflix, you stream the shows you want to see, and and a lot of these uh, TV networks are still charging these ludicrous sums of money for advertising on shit that nobody watches anymore. Exactly. Um, so TV networks, I mean, you know, we're looking like two to five years out here, but they're probably, uh, we're going to see more of that, and that's yeah. why you have uh, companies like Shaw, uh, Shaw owns Global now I believe
1: I think so Uh
0: Yeah because Shaw can afford to take the losses Because they're making money off of selling people The bandwidth they need to access yeah. the shit on the internet That's anyway. where
1: Yeah that's where all the Because everybody's going over the internet instead of cable So they get a charge for all this bandwidth of people watching it Yeah
0: yeah, so I do know who people who were personally affected uh, by the layoffs. My heart yeah. does go out to you. I know how shitty it is uh, to be kind of abandoned by uh, your You're... employer and totally uncertain about the future.
1: My problem with that is I know... I knew all these people in the newsroom when I worked there. So every time there's been a layoff, like, seems like once every six months for the last seven years, I know someone personally affected and... I hate to sound jaded or embittered, but I'm not really that sad anymore. Like, I can empathize that it's your livelihood and it sucks. But on the brighter note, most journalists are used to working very hard for little pay, so they're very employable. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's
0: an awful take. What? Uh, Take it from Dale DeRuiter, though. Uh, Quit journalism.
1: Go learn a trade. Uh, I I wouldn't say trade I would say use mostly what you should do mostly what you should do what you should actually do is take your journalism training and go into either PR marketing or marketing or communications basically with the digital media now most of the jobs are in social media and relations with your business and the public ie public relations so get into that field where or there's even much doing, more money to yeah like had.
0: brand ju- journalism. The thing that amazes me: there are like new startups uh, or tech companies yeah. starting every day, and all of these people are just shitty, awful writers. They're bad storytellers. They yeah. have no uh, no media savvy at all. They they need people, and there's enough. Uh, venture capital money out there in the tech industry right now that they can pay you ludicrous amounts of money to do shit you've already been doing for next to nothing uh, and you get job security out of it. So uh,
1: Yeah, basically open any website, look at the writing and be like, well, I'm a better writer than this. (laughs) I will send the guy a letter and tell him he should hire me instead.
0: It amazes me. Uh, Some other local news. This is a couple weeks old, but I wanted to say something on it. Uh, Vancouver Park Board uh, voted unanimously to ban whales in captivity uh, at the Vancouver Aquarium. Uh, A lot of people super upset about that. Uh, I guess... You know, it's it's crazy to me that that uh, so Vancouver Aquarium's whole angle was that hey, we did like really super important waste research, uh, we were curing whale diseases, we were saving these sick whales, uh, but you know, it's amazing that to me, that nobody can can cure sick whales or do whale research without charging people admission to see them. It's like, nobody gives a shit.
1: Yeah, my thing is, how do we actually care since they don't have orcas? They haven't had orcas there for, like, decades. Yeah. And that's when I stopped caring. I'm like, oh, wow, you have belugas? All I want to see is an orca. So,
0: and the problem with the whales that were in captivity, whether they were doing research or not, uh, is that they kept dying. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, cool We're losing, we're losing tons of, of valuable uh, research time And the ability to uh, cure whatever murdered these whales Which might yeah. have been the captivity in the first place Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people were, were very angry uh, I'm assuming that no matter what these people say The reason they're really angry is that You can't go to Vancouver Aquarium And pay $26 to see a whale in a tank
1: anymore I know like it sounds bad but I've seen whales in the wild like once or twice and I've lived here for five years or so and you could just go to the aquarium and see one although I do have to admit it was you did feel shame going to see them because they're in tiny little tanks and nobody can deny that these whales are having aren't having a good time like they don't look happy they have they get that thing where their fin bends over like that doesn't happen in the wild. That yeah. only happens in tanks because they can't swim enough and their muscles dystrophy.
0: They're not happy, but they were self righteous because they were like, "I was the whale that they were doing research on. They're <laughs> they're gonna cure everything <laughs> afflicting the whales because of me. Yeah, I sacrificed. Uh, I never, I didn't even care about the whales at the aquarium. The only thing at the aquarium worth seeing is the otters. I'm gonna put yeah. that out there. The otters they are, are awesome. Cute. If they just changed. At, rebranded the aquarium and made it Otter World and filled the fucking park with otters. Just
1: like a thousand otters, uh, not even in the tanks, just in the gift shop, running, hanging around out. The you, if you could
0: like grab one yeah. and pick it up, you could play with it. I would be there every day.
1: You could go swimming and they would hold your hand like they do, so they don't float away from each other. Yeah, uh, you, you know, could put rocks on your chest and they would break shells on them. <laughs> that would be. It. That would be a destination. Oh, those
0: uh, both of those otters, actually, you know that picture that they always share—the two otters holding hands. Yeah, they're both dead. They got otter cancer and died.
1: There's uh, otter cancer.
0: Yeah, apparently both of those otters died of cancer, like a few months apart. So next That's time so you romantic. see that adorable <laughs> otter picture, uh, they died.
1: Do you think that one of them died and the other one was so sad that it was alone that it was just like, take me otter Apple cancer? A broken heart, yeah. And then it just it put up. down all its defenses and just allowed itself to get otter cancer? <laughs> like it wasn't eating its vegetables and it's like, I know if I do this, it'll probably give me cancer. Like it started smoking. It started smoking.
0: Oh, that would be so adorable! Yeah. Imagine this little otter just floating on his back, smoking a cigarette
1: <laughs> in front of a microwave, being like, "I know I'm not supposed to stand in front of it when it's on, but I don't care anymore because my mate is dead."
0: That's uh, that is it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. So whales are gone. Uh, nothing of value was really lost. The Vancouver Aquarium is is probably people will still keep paying the money to see their shit. Uh, people will kill, still keep doing research on whales in in actual scientific environments rather than uh, theme parks for children.
1: And also, if you want me to come, make the octopus come out of hiding. Every time I go, it's hiding. (sighs) And I can't see the octopus, and that's all I go for.
0: Octopus world. Get, like...
1: Octopus slash (laughs) otter world. Do you think they'd fight?
0: I would actually pay... Okay, I know pitting animals against each other for sport is wrong... But okay. think how awesome that would be.
1: I only have one question about this fight. Can otters hold knives <laughs> to fight the octopuses? Because octopuses have eight arms. They've got the natural disadvantage. I mean, but if you give otters a knife, they got fighting chance.
0: So something else I learned about otters, otters have been my favorite animal for as long as I can remember. But uh, a friend of mine actually sent me an article about how otters are like vicious uh, murderous seal rapists, like they will actually gang up and gang rape a seal and murder Aren't they seals. Way
1: smaller than seals. Yeah,
0: well, that's why there's there's a gang of them. But oh. like, otters are fucking psychopaths. They are like terrifying animals.
1: Okay, so in otter world don't bring seals
0: We yeah it
1: could get nasty
0: it it very well and maybe i'm, I'm kind of second guessing having otters just roaming around around Wait, the children
1: what now. if they did that to us <laughs> this held us down okay made we, our dreams come true
0: if you're an otter related theme park you might want to i don't know if you want to okay. give us the sponsorship money quite yet uh until we figured out the the risk to humans and i here. don't
1: condone giving them knives that was a statement i made before i found out that they raped seals see
0: now, uh, PETA's going to come after us. Be like, for... give the otters knives. <laughs> These guys want to give otters knives. <laughs> hey, some fresh outrage today. Uh, we opened up our mailbag. We love it when you tweet. Uh, we're at Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, feel free to tweet us anytime about stuff that made you angry, and we will tell you how dumb you are live on the internet. Uh, something that came yeah. out today, United Airlines. Airlines are just like... They're awesome because you can get pissed off at them. And they are just They're just, they um, they're just up. punching bags and they do the dumbest shit all the time. Like, people already hate air travel. It's awful. Yeah. People hate airlines because there's no way to make getting in a fucking aluminum tube with a hundred other people for eight hours enjoyable. Yeah. that There's no way you're going to enjoy that. So airlines just suck always, and then they keep finding uh, additional ways to suck on top of that. Yeah. Uh, so United Airlines apparently uh, blocked or banned some 10-year-old girls because they were wearing spandex leggings from getting on the plane today due to a... Uh, they have a dress code. If you fly on... Uh, like friends or family, uh, it's like a United Airlines corporate discount. So if you're flying yeah. on a uh, discounted ticket issued through a relationship with a United Airlines staff member, you have to dress in a way that is uh, that representative of the airlines. So Becoming just, to yeah, the business. Don't look like a 10-year-old hobo girl. Like wear Put on some pants, maybe yeah. a nice skirt. Uh, Dale, what's your take on this?
1: I'm going to say that if you are an airline, you have to realize that you are pretty much the punching bag of people's anger because you're one of the last faceless organizations that people immediately turn on and take people's sides against you. So if you realize people, like, people, everybody's had something happen to their bags while they're flying, everybody's had a bad flight. So everybody's just wants a chance to get after these airlines. So realizing this, you see some 10-year-old girls who maybe don't meet the dress code that you have set up for friends and family flying. Maybe you kind of just let that go. You don't bring it up. You're like, okay, you guys are getting a warning this time. You don't put your foot down and be like, no, these 10-year-old girls need to be made an example of. Because <laughs> even if you're in the clearly in the right because they're flying for free, you should dress up normal and not wear leggings there's still 10-year-old girls and people are still easily swayed by anybody attacking or not letting a 10-year-old girl on a flight.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good take. Uh, I think maybe they could have done better by saying like, hey, 10-year-old girls, next time you're flying on this discounted ticket, you know, don't wear leggings instead of there's no way you're getting on this flight. Come at us, Twitter. Like, unleash your rage upon us, United Airlines.
1: Yeah, or they're probably like... Their social media coordinator was probably like, you know what? I don't think people are going to care about 10-year-old girls. That doesn't really seem like a thing people get outraged by. Let's just stop them from going on. That way people will know if they're flying on a half-price ticket, they should dress up like they did in the 50s. You know, people are really calm and nuanced
0: on the internet <laughs> these days.
1: We, uh, we can get away with this. People respect the rules that we have written down in our books.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, also, to parents, like, come on. If you're flying on a discount airline ticket, just read the fine print. It's not yeah. that difficult. You're getting uh, cut probably a pretty plum deal. Yeah, you're uh, saving
1: hundreds of dollars. Yeah,
0: don't 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 be an asshole. And if you are an asshole and you break the rules, uh, don't don't turn around and blow it up on social media, even though this will probably end up working out in your favor. Uh, final yeah. verdict, you're both in the wrong. Moving yeah. on. And
1: no, wait, before we move on, I just want to say this to all 10-year-old year girls out there. Like the airlines, we're all sick of your shit. We're not going to take it anymore, so step back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Ten-year-old girls. Okay, so in the hierarchy of things that make me angry, it's uh, it's airlines. Yeah. And then just below that is ten-year-old girls. Yeah. Just piss me off. Oh, they're the worst. They're. Uh, really? I don't even know what, what Taylor Swift listening parties. And <laughs> Taylor Swift's probably too old for them. They're probably uh, listening
1: something obscure and terrible. Yeah, I was
0: actually at a seven-year-old girl's birthday party yesterday, and uh,
1: like, were you invited?
0: What, no, I just, I just I just dropped in. I was like, "Hey, these are my my kind of people."
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'd like to talk to them about Paw Patrol.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. Oh
1: wait, is is that? Too I think old that's for that? that's
0: too old. Paw Patrol really resonates with my my three year old right now. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Actually, I don't think any of the even these girls at this party seven years old. No one was wearing leggings. Good because they were no, they were all dressed up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like come on, it's they not knew that they difficult. Had flights to go on, so they were wearing their three piece suits and ties.
0: N- not that difficult. And uh,
1: fedoras.
0: Another reader suggestion tweeted at us. Uh, a Recent study came out uh, in regards to you know there's the endless healthcare debate in the states. Not really much of a debate. The the Trump administration totally shit the bed and failed to get. Uh, it's funny to me eight years of talking about how shitty Obamacare is and how it's awful for everyone in the States and how they instantly repeal it, given the chance. Uh, They're they're given the chance because Republicans control every branch of the government. Yeah. And they they couldn't do it. So uh, that's a whole other topic uh, and a whole other world of ineptitude. But uh, reader Myra wrote in uh, saying that there was a study put out where 52% of men uh, don't think that they benefit from women having access to affordable birth control.
1: I just want to say, did they ask men who weren't having sex? Because if you say 50%, 52% of men asked, they could have gone to like say, grade seven have yeah, been like, surveying are 10-year-olds? you benefited from women taking <laughs> cheap birth control? And they'd be like, no, I don't think so. But all these 52% men are complete idiots. Like, unless they really like condoms. Because when women take birth control, that means you don't have to worry about having a baby. That means you can have sex without worrying about having a baby, which... Unless you're old like us and actually want to have babies, is exactly what you want as a guy.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that a hundred percent of those men probably don't wear condoms.
1: Uh... Shh, we're <laughs> not supposed to share that lie. We all wear condoms all the time. Love them.
0: As a guy with a uh, accidental three year old Noah, I, I love you, buddy. But uh, yeah. <laughs> you were totally unplanned. Uh, I'm gonna say that that men definitely do benefit from uh, from women having access to birth control Um, so uh, a little caveat here Uh, the men most likely to say they did not benefit from access to affordable birth control were older than 60 no surprise there your penises don't work why would you even care
1: I mean unless they're bitter and they don't have sex
0: yeah which I mean really is all of us (laughs) yeah <laughs> it's all of us right now yeah uh which leads us into our
1: next perfect segue oh man we're so good at segue. where
0: we are segue matt we should just make a podcast where we just jump from topic to topic right and just segue
1: and the best part about jumping from topic to topic is we don't actually have to research them and then we'll never be wrong.
0: I mean, really, that's kind of what we already do. And we just ruined our segue by talking about the oh, segue. It's uh, like Fight Club. Conservative <laughs> commentator, Tommy Laren. Tommy Laren. Laren uh, awful, awful human being. Uh, just a horrible person and a really good example of how you don't need to know anything about journalism uh, to make money in. Journalism. I'm making yeah.
1: air quotes for our <laughs> listeners at home. Yeah, he did. I can attest to the air quotes. <laughs>
0: uh, conservative commentator Tomi Lauren was dismissed from her job at The Blaze, uh, which is a conservative media property owned by Glenn Beck, for
1: and not completely about weed which you would think from the name of the yeah, blaze like really how
0: many people end up on that website every month thinking mm-hmm. they're gonna see some weed related news
1: maybe that was their uh intention they'd be like dude so many people are gonna google pot and end up at the blaze <laughs> uh, and be
0: offended she was fired unceremoniously shit canned for <laughs> coming out as a uh weirdly pro-choice uh this is a woman who's like really staunchly christian uh always has made, basically built a career calling liberals easily offended snowflakes. Uh, and it turns out she offended her easily offended conservative bosses yeah. who have fired her. Uh, the thing that's shocking to me is how many people who are uh, liberals or identify as liberals are now coming out in favor of this woman who has just been a complete shitlord to them for the past however many years.
1: Maybe this is like politics and she's crossing the floor to a liberal publication. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't think that's going to happen given some of the views she's, well, true. <laughs> she's expressed in the past. Uh, like her
1: past views, it's weird that she would kind of pick to be pro-choice because I'm just guessing that she doesn't feel all of these views 100% and she was just kind of doing it for a job. So it's kind of weird that she would just throw up the one contentious view that most conservatives can never get over.
0: Yeah, I find it weird that, like, even if this is your view and even if you feel strongly that that yeah. women should have a choice, if you're a conservative commentator, keep keep your mouth shut. You're not taking any sort of principled ideological stand.
1: Yeah, because... You- you've pissed off every ideological person in the past, so now that you've made your hill to die on, you're dying alone.
0: Yeah. Like, no one's going to back you up except apparently liberals with very short uh, memories <laughs> <laughs> who are now yeah. uh, in favor of you. And this is a big problem of the political climate these days. It's it's you have to be a liberal or you have to be a conservative. Yeah. And you have to, if you're liberal, you have to be pro-choice. You have to be pro-environment. You have to be... Uh, pro-feminism and if you're conservative you have to be uh, in favor of pipelines and you have to be uh, in favor of deregulation and you have to be staunchly anti-abortion and there's there's no middle ground you can't you can't believe some things and not believe the other Uh, otherwise everyone will hate your guts
1: yeah exactly you can't be a halfway pipeline guy who believes in pro-choice yeah
0: even though that's that's a, that's what I am, personally. Yeah, I uh, We probably just shot ourselves in the foot. And now our, mean, our ten listeners are never going to listen to us again. <laughs>
1: there goes our job at the blaze. Yeah,
0: my mom's already not listening to us anymore. Really? Because no, we
1: swore too much? No,
0: that's, I, I think I said something, like, directly to her <laughs> um, uh, in the last episode. I'm pretty sure she's still listening. Thanks oh, for okay. listening, Mom.
1: Yeah, and thanks for not listening, my mom, who doesn't have the internet enough. no she has the internet it's dial-up why what that still exists Wow. Uh, she lives in a hamlet in northern Al- well not northern northern alberta but above edmonton which is only halfway up alberta but it might as well be the northern tip because who lives above that um, uh except her- for all the hermits people.
0: eskimos and uh
1: pipeline pe- people people
0: who like snow yeah pi- hey pipeline people northern albertans we like you. Yeah. You do us, good work.
1: Give us some money for our podcast.
0: Keep keep giving us tons of money in oil. Yeah. We should, we should just be...
1: Because even though you're having a hard time lately, I imagine the oil money's still pretty good.
0: That's doing okay. They're not poor. I mean, yeah. they laid off you're all those doing people. doing
1: pretty good. Just
0: like the media guys, uh, they... Uh, bosses—they're the bosses. earning tons of money at the top. Yeah, they're
1: getting millions of dollar bonuses. That's—that's the, that's
0: the thing I don't get. Oil companies are are still making like shitloads of cash and laying mm. off all these workers. And the people, uh, the oil workers, are getting mad at are the government. Yeah. Rather than the oil companies.
1: Yeah. Something I don't understand. Because, yeah, you should get mad at the person who fired you, not the person who made it easier for the person who fired you to make more money.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we can be mad at everyone. That's cool.
1: Let's be mad at everybody. That's <laughs> swimmingly in the past.
0: This would actually uh, make our jobs as podcast topic curators much easier. Yeah. Or if we were just mad at everyone. <laughs> well, then we
1: couldn't really get make fun of people who are mad at stupid stuff if we are also mad at everything.
0: True. Uh, I think that's a good note to end on. Dale, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, No. Gonna take that as a no. Uh, As always, thanks to all our listeners. We'll be back. Uh, We won't be taking an indefinite hiatus. We will be back in two weeks with more things that made you angry, uh, feel free to tweet at us at outrage fact pod. Uh, you can also email us at the outrage factory at gmail.com.
1: Yes. Or tweet us specifically if you can't remember those.
0: Uh, yeah, I am at herder with six R's,
1: and I am at super Dale Bot. Totally both professional Twitter handles yeah. that, uh, totally Re- make us gainfully employable.
0: Really wish I would have, uh, pick something less stupid it's too to late who, yeah. who saw I that really twitter thing take it off this
1: on? stupid thing that predominantly shares stupid ideas would benefit from having a stupid <laughs> a, a really
0: professional professional yeah. sounding name uh yeah that's it thanks thanks for being angry this week internet we will see you in two weeks
1: okay bye